Hi, I'm Craig. And I'm Linda. And this is the Indie Travel Podcast at IndieTravelPodcast.com. This week it's episode 139, and today we're speaking with world ski cross champion Ashley McIver about winter travel in British Columbia and the upcoming Winter Olympics being hosted in Vancouver. Well, it's been another week in Auckland for us, and uh, we've just got two weeks left before we finish our teaching contracts and hit the road again. Yeah, I just realized the other day that I only had 11 days left, and uh, it's down to nine. So. <laughs> it's, those public holidays. it's fantastic. Uh, so yeah, over the next few weeks, we're meeting up with lots and lots of people in Auckland, and then we're heading down to Christchurch for two weeks, and then we're off to Santiago in Chile to begin four months in South America. It's so exciting. When we're in South America, we're going to be couch surfing, which is going to be really cool. I'm really looking forward to it. And we're going to try to meet up with locals and travellers. So if you're around, let us know so we can meet up with you. Yeah, we've already got uh, some meetups planned through Chile, Argentina, hopefully Bolivia. Um, yeah. So we'll just see what comes together, but do get in touch. If you're in Christchurch around February the 10th and want to arrange a meetup with us, let us know. Uh, mail at IndieTravelPodcast.com or through the Facebook page, which is Facebook.com forward slash IndieTravel. Or through Twitter, of course, Twitter.com forward slash IndieTravel. Nice. Yes. Well, last week we put out a call for volunteers and helpers uh, for the show and for the website, and we've really been overwhelmed by responses um, of people offering their time and their energy to, to keep the show running and ticking along. So to everyone that's emailed in and offered help, you're amazing. There's yeah. been um, over a dozen responses. So, um, yeah, it was really overwhelming to, to, get, totally to get so much. Yeah. Um, if you don't have that much time, but you do have a couple of minutes to help out, please do two things for us. Uh, first of all, come to IndieTravelPodcast.com and fill in our one-question survey, which asks what you'd buy, f- uh, what you'd buy from us. So what kind of trouble, travel publishing will you pay for? And second, hit the iTunes button and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. This is the number one way that people find the show, so that means the world to us. Absolutely. Hey, today we're talking with Ashley McIver. Ashley's the world ski cross champion and heads up the Canadian team going into the Winter Olympics. Uh, We had a chance to catch up with her and talk Olympics, powder runs, and of course travel in uh, BC, Canada. She's got plenty of local knowledge and gives some awesome suggestions. But uh, first, we needed to find out what exactly ski cross was. Yeah, some people may know of snowboard cross, which is the same thing on snowboards, but if not, it's it's basically motocross on skis. It's four people racing head-to-head down a mountain over jumps and bank turns with lots of action. Um, and I got involved because I grew up in Whistler, and just, you know, it's just kind of the natural transition from, I grew up racing alpine, and stopped that when I was 16 and moved to ski cross a few years ago, so... It's been pretty fun since then. <laughs> yeah, cool. You must be so stoked that it's um, made it into the, Olymp- uh, the Winter Olympics. Definitely. That's huge for us. Cool. And they are being held in your home country of Canada, um, February, well, this year as we run the interview. So you must be psyched for competing for Canada at home. I certainly am. And not only is it in my home country, it's in my home province of BC, which is, you know, it's BC is just unbelievable as far as scenery goes and as far as skiing goes. There are 13 world-class resorts in BC, so there's huge variety as, as far as, you know, anything from family-friendly resorts to steep and deep terrain, and, you know, it's just, it's just the, honestly, it's the best place on earth. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so tell us more about visiting there. I mean, I guess that um, Americans would be quite familiar with 
getting up to Canada and up to Whistler. Um, but for someone who maybe hasn't heard of it or, well, not really hasn't heard of it, but doesn't really have a clue where it is or how to get there, can you tell us a bit? Yeah, a lot of even Americans don't realize how easy it is to get to Vancouver. There are direct flights from all over the continent. So, you know, if you're flying from New Zealand or Australia or wherever, you can usually, we usually fly through LA and then straight up to Vancouver. And uh, there's a great, there's a new Amtrak from Seattle. They've just uh, just uh, put a second train on, second daily train. So that's only a couple of hours if you can find cheaper flights into Seattle. Obviously, things are going to be crazy busy right through the Olympic period. Is all the action focused on Vancouver? Most of the action is focused on Vancouver. There are some events up in Whistler. I kind of wish that our event was, but Cyprus is Cyprus is an amazing hill with crazy views. You have views up Howe Sound. It looks, it's kind of like New Zealand, like you'd see in Lord of the Rings. It's like Milford Sound. Mountains that you can ski on that, you know, go right down into the ocean. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty spectacular. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds spectacular indeed. I'm going to have to find some photos for the enhanced version of the show for that one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And if someone was coming up to um, to BC this winter to do some recreational skiing before the um, Winter Olympics begin, are they able to ski the same runs that we're going to be seeing on TV? Definitely. The um, the Creekside Gondola isn't running, but other than that, 90% of Whistler Blackcomb's terrain is open to the public, even right through the Olympics. And almost, I'd say almost 100% of it is open before and after the Olympics. So everyone's fired up in Whistler. We've been getting dumped on. I actually got to ski a couple of days there on opening week, and it was some of the best skiing of my entire life. So oh, brilliant. <laughs> Everyone, town is buzzing. <laughs> awesome. And uh, they reckon the weather's going to be going to be good? It's tough to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit yeah, far out at this point. The thing about skiing in BC is you, you get some good weather and you get some really good snow. So it's one or the other. <laughs> yep, cool. And what would you suggest for a, a moderate kind of skier, maybe um, a family or someone who's been a couple of times and they were heading up to BC? Where would you recommend they go? What's the perfect skiing holiday? Sun Peaks is pretty good for family stuff. It's got a cute little village at the base of it and, you know, lots of good mellow terrain. Uh, Panorama also is a bit more family-oriented and um, not not quite as steep as, say, Revelstoke or or Whistler Blackcomb. Sweet. And um, how about for someone who's more advanced? Um, They've been skiing forever and they've got a -a once-in-a-lifetime trip to to come up to Canada. Well, for me, I'd always say Whistler Blackcomb just because that's my own backyard. But I've had some amazing skiing at Whitewater, which is just outside of Nelson. People don't really know about it. It's um, some of the best skiing there was off this little double chairlift that never ever would have a line, and it was just you could actually do laps where you ski off the top of the mountain down to the road up to the base, and you could do shuttle laps. You could leave a vehicle down on the road and ski down untracked powder at the end of the day, even to your vehicle. Wow, that is pretty that's impressive. That's a good little secret. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I can imagine the invasion now. Um, <laughs> Awesome. Well, you're our guest today thanks to um, Tourism British Columbia who have um, helped set everything up and they're offering a huge prize in the build-up and through the games, thegreatmountaingiveaway.com. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, it's the biggest ski prize ever offered by Tourism BC. It's a pretty amazing opportunity for one lucky winner to take 19 of his or her closest friends on a ski vacation in BC. It's five days of exclusive VIP lift access. Some of the mountains are shutting down whole sections for these 20 people. And it's just, I mean, it's a 
quite a unique opportunity that you know you wouldn't want to miss. Wow, that is cool. You said there were thirteen um, kind of top ski resorts through BC, so they get to choose any one of them. Yeah, there are a lot more than thirteen ski areas, but there are thirteen ski resorts that have all the amenities right at the base of the hill and stuff. So it's, yeah, I mean, there is just so much variety when it comes to skiing in BC. It's, there's something for everyone. That is cool. Well, I want to ask us briefly about some travel tips again. Um, so if I pitched up at uh, Whistler during winter, I'm imagining the accommodation side of things is going to be pretty booked. You said to me before it's a bit like Queenstown in New Zealand, so it's a small kind of resort-based town. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. Cool. So how do I get my, get my stuff organized before I arrive? What's the, what's the hints and tips? Well, if you're coming for the Olympics, there is still some lodging available, but one of the really unique opportunities as far as accommodations is you can, uh, you're able to rent an RV on one of the beaches on Spanish Banks in Vancouver. So you could stay in an RV overlooking English Bay, this beautiful harbor, and then you've got the cityscape in the background behind that and then actually the snow-capped mountains right behind it where my event will be. Uh, as far as Whist, awesome. as far, it's pretty cool, yeah. As far as Whistler goes, there are there is a lot of uh, budget accommodation. There are a couple hostels, and there's uh, above the Southside Diner, the famous Southside Diner. There are rooms that I think they, I know they used to be like thirty five dollars a night for backpackers. You can check that out at snowboardwhistler.com, Actually, sweet as that sounds awesome. And um, so, tell me about food. What's the what's the best place to eat and drink down there? Southside Diner. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it's just a classic. It's just you know one of those places that everyone always talks about in Whistler. Uh, as far as après ski and stuff like that, I'm, I'm all about the GLC, which is right at the base of Whistler. It's just a, it's a great atmosphere. It has big, huge windows and a stone fireplace. And what else? I'd say my favorite place to go for steak is Rick's Grill. <laughs> Awesome. That sounds lovely. Thanks for sharing some uh, some local knowledge on uh, on Whistler. And um, yeah, best of luck for the upcoming Winter Olympics. Thank you so much. So thanks again, Ashley, for coming on the show. And also thanks to David Brody from Travel and 10 Podcast who organized the interview. And also to Tourism British Columbia who have this awesome competition running. Um, the Ski Prize gives 20 people five days exclusive VIP access to um, the ski resort of your choice out of 13 different resorts so we'll have links to that at indietravelpodcast.com sounds pretty fantastic <laughs> it's not bad a eh? private party for 20 <laughs> well unfortunately this show doesn't have a sponsor so if you could help us by finding one that would totally rock <laughs> you can download a copy of our media kit from the help page which is linked in the top of the Travel podcast site and if you're buying a travel insurance or booking accommodation online please do that through the links on our site as well the small commission we get helps us to stay running, but we do need a bit more to stay traveling. <laughs> yeah. The difference between uh, paying hosting costs and uh, paying for food is quite yeah. significant at yeah. times. We do like to eat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you didn't catch it, we reviewed Travel Fisher's Angkor app on the site this week. It's a little guidebook to CM Reap, Angkor Tom, and Angkor Wat, and you can pick it up in the iTunes store for seven ninety nine. But we've been given a copy to give away. Mm -hmm. So come by the site, um, IndieTravelPodcast.com. You'll see the post with the uh, the very iconic Angkor Wat picture. And um, that's got more information on how to enter. The competition closes this Wednesday, so you've got a few more days to get there. 
Well, we've got a really busy weekend ahead of us and week and the week after that. (laughs) (laughs) We're packing down, we're selling stuff, so we better get on. So until next week, travel well.